Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. Hey, it's time for Dr. Lisa gives a shit. And I'm Dr. Lisa. And I give a shit. How you doing today? How you doing, folks? What's going on out there? Where's we're, 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 We have a polar vortex. I like that. It makes it sound really like scary and big and important. And maybe like a po- our, our planet is in such a like disaster right now. Maybe that will sort of just swallow it all up and take it away or something. That's what I'm hoping. Um, I think that I'm in this wacky mood right at the moment because I have this these two I have this couple here as my guests today who uh who have put me in this frame of mind because of all the research I did on them and now my head is spinning because there's so many levels to this. Uh I'm gonna uh so anyway, I'm I'm gonna get into that, but before I get into that, let me just remind you that you are listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, which is the greatest radio station in the world. And um you should go to our website and donate money because we are. The, no, you know what? This is like a nonprofit seat of the pants operation. And we we do a lot for people. We do a lot for the community. We're doing a lot for you. So just go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. Tell them Dr. Lisa sent you. OK, there you go. So let me tell you what's going on today. So I have this uh, couple art and life couple jennifer jen catron and paul outlaw and the reason they're here today is because they have an amazing fantastic like i'm going to try and explain it in a second but it's a really outrageously good show at postmasters gallery which is a really actually i mean i'm i can actually say genuinely that's a really good gallery it's a gallery that I'm just telling you personally, like, I really respect it. It's been around since 19... It's like a an original gallery that's gone through a lot of iterations. 1978, uh, 1980... When did it start? 84. 35 years. 35 years. And they followed, you know, they were in, like, the Lower East Side in the very beginning, the East Village, and then they went to Chelsea, and now they're in Tribeca, and it's um, it's really a great gallery, actually, because because of the artists that they show. They have a lot of great artists there, like Chris Farine, is a friend of mine. He's awesome. Jen and Paul, obviously. And they also have uh, Molly Crabapple and Jen and uh, Kevin McCoy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got to give them a shout out too. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's really a great gallery, and they do kind of ride that line between being like professional, highly professional, and practical, but also really uh, innovative, original, and uh, conceptual, and very intelligent works. So uh, you guys must be proud to be part of that roster, right? Yes, we definitely are. Okay, they're amazing. Okay. Talking to the mic. Oh. <laughs> there. Let's see. Let's see. We didn't practice, folks. Um, so anyway, they, they they have this really, really, really amazing show. And we're going to get to that in a second. But first, I just want you to get a sense of who they are if you don't know them. By the way, did you know you guys were so popular when I announced that you were going to be on my show on Facebook? You got like 
more likes than most Aww. than a lot of my guests. Get out very of here. popular couple. They're a very they're a very, very popular couple. Thanks, Facebook. <laughs> and if you were in the room with me right now, you would see why. I uh, because uh they got it they're like you know, they're on all, they're, uh, what do you call that? All falls. They're operating on all, on all the cylinders, all five, four cylinder, five cylinders. And we're adorable. And they're adorable. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're very, they're very appealing. <laughs> and they have this really positive vibe. Um, you guys, okay, so I'm just going to talk about you like you're not here, okay? I'm okay. talking to my listeners. Great. All right. I'm talking to my listeners. So I'm just, we'll step out for a second. No, <laughs> you mean mentally. Um, by the way, it's also like, can you believe how hot it is in the studio, right? I thought you did that on purpose. No. Put us, put us in the hot seat. <laughs> no, I was hoping in. it would be normal today. We're always complaining. 100 Bogart, if you're listening. I love 100 Bogart, <laughs> but if you're listening, the studio's really hot. We've been telling you that. I know it. Uh, anyway, so the thing is, like, they are just, like, they are just, like, incredibly likable people, like, they, ha- which is, like, rare here's what's weird about them they both individually and together have like so much personality but they're also really likable which is sort of a weird combination <laughs> um but so, so we're doing something right this is i guess this is what we're going for this is what we want yes <laughs> so that's what's really strange about them or really unusual um and i think why people are so and they always like seem to bring a good time with them. But on top of that, like, I just want to talk about their work for a minute because the first thing I said to them when they came in is that I don't really know how to describe their work because there's so much of it and it's so diverse. But here's what I'm going to tell you. Um, The uh, integrity of the work is beyond belief, meaning that the thinking behind it is incredible. Um, the execution is amazing. And it's really, they're really, to me, an outstanding, I know I'm, I know you're here and I don't have to, I, I'm <laughs> kissing your, you think I'm, no, but I mean, genuinely, genuinely, these guys are people, I've known them like probably almost 10 years or something. Something like that, yeah. I've followed their careers for a really long time and I have seen a lot of their work. And the thing about it is it's always surprising and it's always like they always they seem to almost reinvent the wheel. And there's very, very, very few artists that can do that so successfully. And most of their work is really interactive and fun and colorful. And I really can't. I'll just let me just say that um, one of the first meetings with them or the first time I really saw their work that really stood out in my mind was this dinner at a uh, gallery, Allegra La Viola. I'm going to let you guys explain that and let you guys, I want you guys to explain the work because it's, it's, it's almost like, it's like walking into like a, a supermarket that has all of your favorite foods and it's completely perfectly stocked and you can't even get around there because it's so overwhelming, you want everything. So that's how I describe it. <laughs> well, okay, well, so t- tell, just do the re- do the dinner for a minute, yeah. and then and then explain the 
body of work that you guys have. Well, that, that's all remarkably sweet of you, uh, Dr. Lisa. Thank you. Thank you very much <laughs> yes, thank you. for a wonderful introduction. I, I, I think that we are, we're, we're hitting on all some, some positive notes there. So that's all, all, all great. Uh, we're excited to be here. Thank you for having us on, oh, on the show. My pleasure. Uh, I, I, the dinner party you're referring to was at Allegra La Viola Gallery uh, down on the Lower East Side. Uh, it was uh, Jen and I's our, our first uh, uh, gallery show uh, in New York yes. City, right? Our first solo yes. show uh, in New York City. So it was it was a bit of our premiere, but we really kind of we we kind of like to blow things up when we when we move into a space and and uh, we especially uh, New York City. So uh, so we did want to. We did want to bring something that was uh that was a little uh a little, little un- like unorthodox. He- it was in the gallery. so surreal. Yeah. There were like it was beautifully done, but there were like heads popping out of tables and yeah. So we we created this table where uh, people would sit down for this overly sumptuous dinner. Yeah, and and we we, we painted sinful, all the, a sinful, sinful. Dinner. Uh, you know, everything was like painted gold and just excessive. The whole gallery turned into like a. Like a baroque rococo, yeah. you know, a mixing of different Flagrant like and flamboyant. It was just all, all the over the over the top, over the yeah, top. over the top. And uh, we uh, we placed a clear table in the middle of the room, and people would sit down for uh, what we thought at the time was a very expensive dinner. It was like a hundred dollars a meal. We're like, oh, people will never come. It's so expensive. Uh, so people would sit down at the dinner, and then the table would actually rise ten feet up in the air, and people without their knowledge, without their knowledge, it was so, they were sitting down for for a normal dinner party as normal as 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 it. You know, as ridiculous as it was. No, well, but but then after they sat, we did press a button, and the entire table, chairs, uh, people, and all rose up to the uh, to the ceiling. It, it uh, was it was amazing. It was like one of those experiences that like you'll never you'll never forget, and that uh, like I I mean it's you know a once in a life. It felt like a once in a lifetime experience, which I don't feel that often in the art world. Sadly, oh, that's so cynical. But anyway, <laughs> explain your explain your body of work if you can a little bit. Like, what's the parameters of it, or yeah, yeah. Even talk about it. What what's our our favorite talking point or, or our favorite thing to discuss about our works is that we we, we don't actually have any parameters on, on, what, <laughs> yes. on, on what we do, and, and, and that's very intentional for us. Very, very, we don't want to be the kind of artist that that gets locked into to sell in a specific work and has to produce that work and over and over and over again for the next 70 years. Which frankly like probably hurts our career too. Sure, yeah, but, <laughs> but, but, it, but that's the way we but like it. it. But it also keeps it you interesting. You guys are but, not practical about yeah. your career. No, we're not. I practical. mean, I think you have it's a nothing great practical. career, but yes. not yeah, practical. Not yeah. practical. Yeah, but but uh, a, lot of it, a lot of it began with a, a, a performance uh, mm-hmm. uh, t- 10, 12 years ago when we started doing mm-hmm. performance work because it was, uh, it's, it's had quite a resurgence lately, but but at the time it was, uh, it was uh, kind of a, uh, no, no, not a lot of people were doing it at the time. Yeah, so, so it, was it was a bit of a response to kind of like a, a static feeling in the art world and, and work being made for um, for collectors, which is a different type of work than the culturally um, impactful work mm-hmm. that we wanted to be making. So we made work that was impossible to buy. Your first project in New York was a um, to- was a crawfish truck or yeah. something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gin and Outlaws fish fry truck and crawfish boil. And we, we actually made a food truck um, and then we cut it open and started hydraulics so it unfolded into a seating area. And we actually parked right just, outside Just outside the this building. Yeah, we yeah. And we served a live crawfish. Well, we cooked the crawfish, so. but we, we flew up live crawfish from uh, from Louisiana and then we had a, a fish fry, uh, fried pickles, sweet tea, 
uh, very, you know, we were we were kind of we moved to New York and we were kind of seeing like this cultural clash that was starting to happen. And I think has only been gotten worse and worse this time as we are seeing now. Oddly enough, it's becoming enough. more and more relevant. What, yeah, what we were doing at right, the time. Right. It does. It does sound like just a food truck, whatever. But I mean, this was a special food truck because it did pop open into well, a full fledged restaurant. And it had American flags but everywhere, it, well, country music. But it was, a, it was a performance, you know, it was yeah. a. Here's the thing about your work. I mean, just by nature of who you guys are, it has to be performance because you're both such big personalities and so visually um, striking, I guess. that And like the combination of you two as a couple, because Jen is so feminine and, and, <laughs> and glamorous and you look like a bear. <laughs> <laughs> Fair I was enough. A cowboy bear, but with flashy a West, a cowboy, bear. a classy western, a classy western cowboy bear, bear, bear. <laughs> like a huge beard and shit. So the two of them together, folks, you got to see the pictures. I posted it, but but the thing is that um, what you make is always visually stunning. So you have to imagine kids. That like the cart or the or the truck is like got is just full on visual Americana everything, and then the two of them are also doing this performance. So you you know it's it's really original, and I, and I encourage you to look it up and do your own fucking research. Okay, <laughs> I'm not here to hold your hand and walk you through this. All right. <laughs> But most importantly, um, oh, and also just like what big deals these guys are. So they have this list here that I printed out of all their press. And it's like about, I don't know, it's like 40, just so you know, it's like 40, 40 listings. I can't even, like, I can't even begin to tell you all the stuff. It's like the New York Times, Interview Magazine, uh, Wall Street Journal, Hyperallergic, Art in America, Art New York Times twice. How many solo shows have you guys had? Or like, uh, I guess this would count as our fourth. Fourth, fourth, yeah. fourth, fourth. show. But, but if you count our guerrilla artworks across New York yeah. City, we could say six. <laughs> yeah, it? I mean, okay. I mean, it's their career is weird. I, I mean, they're that. very they're very well known and impressive, and I, I'm not going to be able to explain it to you guys because their career is so weird. Uh, it is weird. They had a uh, a a bus. I love this. You did that bus. Mm-hmm. We still have. I still have like the Christmas, the Jerry Salt Christmas card that oh, yeah. that talks when you push the button. But they had this bus that they, <laughs> the whole outside, the inside, the souvenirs were all brilliant and for sale and well made and it they, you drove around chelsea and yeah, yeah we actually gin uh, and paul's one-stop shopping souvenir city and chelsea bus tours uh which <laughs> we, took, took me a long time to practice <laughs> saying that over and over again we actually took a shuttle bus like an airport shuttle bus paul this manually was, was a homemade a homemade <laughs> double-decker bus totally illegal we took all the seats out of the bottom and put them on top uh, and, yeah and, and then put a staircase inside the bus and then made everyone go on top while we loaded the first floor full of uh, art, art, blue chip artist ripoffs, souvenirs of all your favorite they artists. Were so good because no, so because good. no one can afford this artwork. Nobody can take this home. Oh, but it was so we, just, we were there to fill the gap. We want you to take a piece of this was artwork. Better. It was, I mean, I loved it. It was all really <laughs> funny stuff, and it was illegal. Were you worried about getting? It was highly, highly, highly illegal. Highly illegal. we. I, I pretended like we went through these loops. Like we had under fifteen passengers, so it technically wasn't a bus. I mean, listen, these are uh, all, you all had kinds of uh, So you just loaded yourself up. Did you get in any trouble? No, we, we did not. We actually Shockingly. were passing cops waving at them. 
And uh, we, we no, all, just nothing. Just I nothing. mean, I don't. We would stop at Gagosian Gallery and just yell for Larry to come out and wave. And Did he? No, he sent us a letter though. Like what? <laughs> like, stop asking me. That. <laughs> well, no, it's because we were reappropriating Richard Prince. Uh, oh, Jesus. Yes, Richard Prince Prince. Oh, Richard Prince. Hilarious. Yeah, so we that, appro- reappropriated a, the prints that he reappropriated. That's an artwork for sure. And, uh, Do and you so have those, it? Yeah. Oh, man. But, oh, yeah. but and, the, and we were we were traveling through Chelsea using loudspeakers to announce the art that was in the galleries that you couldn't see from our bus. Yeah. We're just describing it. Oh, and, wow. And our tours were hilarious. We had guest tour guides that were amazing and hilarious and... Uh, it was it was a yeah, fun we, time. We guess, did, guess did you had a lot of attendance, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we we did. The uh, the uh, the tours were free, so anyone yeah. could, anyone could hop on the bus and, and take a tour of the guy. We were giving tours of all the big blue chip Chelsea galleries without actually going inside the galleries. <laughs> so it, it was all it was all we were making up. We were making up stories about the artist and the work and and what was going we, on we gave, through the windows. We, and we, we would give you our critique through the windows of the gallery. <laughs> And we gave coupons for half off uh, uh, David Sperner and Gagosian. Yeah. Oh, and the Half King. Just, People kept yeah. on taking him to the Half King. 50% off appetizers, <laughs> 50% off appetizers at the Half King. Oh, and they just, were totally made up. They were totally made up. Just telling Jim and Paul's one-stop shopping Souvenir City and Chelsea bus stores. And people tried to use them. It was so Wow. What, did you get any feedback on that? Oh, yeah. They hated us. <laughs> they hated you. Uh-oh. Oh, God. Everybody in Chelsea hated us. Although, I will say... David Werner, his staff bought a lot of the products oh, on our bus, so okay. he was a little friendlier towards the bus than let's say Larry Gagosian <laughs> towards. The bus. But what was really, we were getting a lot of phone call complaints from the new residents of the new uh, loft, loft buildings that moved mm, into Chelsea, the rich, the which rich were kicking rest. all the art galleries out, which was also kind of a ironic ironic twist. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, is the artwork bothering you? <laughs> okay, so so. My my people there and my people that I always picture in like their basement somewhere listening to the radio in the, in the <laughs> afternoon. Uh, do you do you do you get the feeling the like they're fun, fun? The work <laughs> is fun, but it's also like smart and there's a performance. You get it, right? So the most important thing is the show, the show that they have going on right now. And then we're going to get into talking about the relationship. They said they would. <laughs> and and you know I'm gonna ask. So anyway, um, but I want to talk about their show, which which I mentioned before. But I want to give you guys the specifics about it and, and an idea of what you're gonna see when you go there. So anyway, like I said, it's at Postmasters Gallery, which is at 54 Franklin Street in Tribeca. The hours are Tuesday through Saturday, 11 to 6. Thursdays. That's tonight till eight. What are you doing tonight? It's free. Take you could go on a Tinder date there or something. Mm-hmm. It's free and actually kind of sexy. I, you know, and and you always look smart when you invite somebody to go to an art gallery. I think I think I think that you should go on a date there tonight, whoever you are. Um, but anyway, the, the the title of the show is called "An Idea of God or Toothbrush," which is taken from uh, a. Uh, a uh, Dada artist, Dada artist Tristan Zara, who's really famous uh, historical Dada figure. If you guys don't know, look that up too while you're on your Google uh, search. Okay. And anyway, um, so this is how I describe it to my friend Margo, who I was saying you got to see this. So this is how I described it. This is probably not the exact right way to describe it, but I said. 
what they did was they captured um, these really like horrible mass, like a lot of them are mass suicides and really like really famous, tragic, horrific events, mass killings. Like they have, uh, what is is it? They have um, the, uh, oh God, listen, Go ahead. Sandy jo- Hook. Sandy Hook. Oh, yeah. yeah. In Jonestown. Sandy Hook, Jonestown. Paired, but next to it, we have like Alex Jones and Jim Baker and, and people who promote conspiracies or uh, are kind of hucksters, I guess you could say, snake oil type um, political characters. So there are all these like horrible events, but the way that they're executed is in this sort of dollhouse feeling. And it has this sort of like, you not well handmade feeling but it also has all this charm of like a dollhouse and when you first come across the work you think this is so cute look at this long table of all these little you know you imagine all these little dolls eating dinner and which one is that the Uh, really heaven's gate Uh, that was their last meal at marie colander's before they committed suicide yeah and how did they commit suicide because some of my people are really young Um, they may not know oh yeah well they they drank they drank some vodka and took pills with it and then they covered their heads in plastic and (laughs) so crazy yeah Yeah, and then they covered themselves the, the, Pur- the purple purple cloth. Yeah, the pur- the, the really bizarre part and, uh, about their mass suicide was just the amount of um of well, there's a lot of bizarre parts. Well, yeah, there's actually a lot about but, this one, but just the the matching and the aesthetics of it because uh, they all wore the same track suits, the same black track suits, oh. the same black the Nike, same, the same Nike, black Nike high Nike tops. High tops. Um, which, they, are, which are included in, in and one it's of our all sculptures. there. It's like all yeah. the matching Nikes, and it's all it's all there in miniature. And um, another one that I thought was really, you know what I loved, I was telling my friend Margo about, was the Jamestown one. Mm, yeah. Because, you know, as you know, that's where drinking the Kool-Aid expression. Jonestown. Jones, Jones, Jonestown, yes. Jonestown. So yeah. they're all drinking the Kool-Aid. And you actually had, like, all the cups. Mm-hmm. Like, this big, mini, like, uh mountain of red cups. Yeah. Did you, and you guys did a lot of research. Did you, you research that. Yes. And yeah. so what did how did you know that it looked like that or Well, the cups weren't actually red. Um mm-hmm. I have to throw that out there. Yeah. We took a little bit of a We, we take a little artistic uh, so yeah. to make From it time read. To, time. to make it read, yes. you know, we like the the pull of it looking on first glance like maybe a frat party, you know, the right the, right, the after right. the aftermath of a frat party, but then upon closer inspection you start seeing little hints of like the needles and um little hints that point to something a little more ominous than mm-hmm. a frat party and then yeah, I mean Jonestown. They drank Kool Aid. Uh, I mean it's it's awful, but and, and children they forced the Kool Aid down the children's throats, and the whole thing was just this. Which are what some of the syringes we have very miniature. This is all very miniature, by the way. Uh, the solo yeah. the solo cups are less less than a half inch uh, tall, uh, and we have we have the same number of solo cups that actually have nine hundred nine. Nine hundred nine people oh, that, wow. died, that died mm-hmm. there. So that each one represents yeah. one of the people made that died. by made by hand. Yeah, yeah. but we like this dichotomy because because it is like. We want to draw the viewers in with these miniatures, uh, with them being cute and being like little dollhouse things and, and the cute little red solo cups. But then once you're, once you're involved and invested in the piece, then, then it, you kind of turn, come around to it, what we're looking at, which it, is, which is tragic. And, horrible. And, and yeah, horrible. exactly. And there's so many. I mean, it's a huge gallery. It's filled with, I, I mean, there's just so many different 
scenarios and like when you walk in the feeling you get is like this is so fun and cute like you're in a kids museum or something and then when you start looking at what they're really symbolic what the stories are you're you know you have a completely different feeling so it's just it's a real mind fuck which we all love yeah and 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 which we we concentrate on a lot with our work is that is that uh bring you in with the bright colors or the or the or the or the or the beautiful uh, 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 textures or layout or or miniature versus maximum and and uh, and and then there's a, always a, a dark a darker yeah darker subject matter that we'd like to explore it's and, it's fabulous and bring, and bring to the digit of, of of the visitor obviously and the whole thing just feels so hilarious <laughs> which is really really weird yeah like to have all those feelings combine into like this is crazy this is hilarious. <laughs> So I absolutely love the show, and um, I want you to describe one of the other pieces, but I just want to tell them what my favorite piece is. So there's some really, really big pieces in there. How tall? How tall are the big? There's a. How tall are the big pieces? Like twelve feet. 12, 12. 12 to thirteen. Yeah. yeah. But my favorite piece is the death of the white men. It's my absolute favorite piece, and um, I love the topic. And I didn't realize what it was, and then um, I think Paul or somebody told me. Um, so it's this torso of a white guy and it has all these 12 feet tall and it has to scale all these arrows in it and what it is it's symbolic of that guy that 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 guy that tried to convert those natives on that island in like where they're not allowed to go, you explain it. Sentinel. Listen to me. Sure, Listen to sure. Me. That was the, the the recent event on Sentinel Island off the. But off we, the coast I also have to interject India, but, that it's not just that too. Yeah. It's also uh, Saint Sebastian, who was like this uh, this the, mar- the martyr, the martyr, right. uh, the martyrdom of Saint Sebastian. So the imagery kind of reflects uh, that, and then that incident happened, which right. kind of just reaffirmed like. The, the you know this continual self martyrdom of the white. The, these are ingredients going into the same to the same soup, but but the but the the overall effect of the piece that 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 we both feel and that we want want to have known is is this 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 the, the title of the piece is tipping point, and I feel that we, oh, okay. that we are at it we are at a tipping point. I got the title yeah. wrong. But we, we are we, we are we are at a certain tipping point uh-huh. his, historically speaking uh, of where where where. Be, my, my, myself, my, my, my people, the, you know, the, the, the fat, <laughs> the fat, guy? the fat white guy, <laughs> the, you know, the fat middle-aged white guy, uh, it, it has been in control for so long and has screwed up so much that, that we, we won't, and, and I feel like a lot of people want something, something different, something new, have someone else have a turn at running things, have someone else present mm-hmm. their ideas and, 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 and give someone else a chance. And, and, and that's kind of what this piece is, is, is kind of what we're, it's both. It's both. It's it's a little little cruel. It's a little hopeful. It's a little uh, a little bit of a a lot of those 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 emotions and those feelings that that hopefully things are going to be changing for the better. Yeah. Well, I love but also the, looking on the past on how bad it's been too. Yeah. No, I love the irony of what I think is so ironic. I love the irony of that guy being so um, arrogant as to go to an island where he's not supposed to go, where people have been killed, where there's all these warnings that he shouldn't be there. And then he winds up getting killed unsurprisingly, but it's that kind of arrogance that is actually the reason that men, white, you white men are on the, are on the downside now because of people like, um, clown car, who is so <laughs> arrogant and stupid combined that he's actually kind of ruining it for all you 
for all the deserving white men. I think there are deserving white men. Sure, sure. sure. And, and it is the, the arrogance mm-hmm. was the jumping off point. I mean, that was what what kind of what kind of uh, this this arrogance that that uh, that, that, that middle aged white men have right now is is, is extreme. And it's, it's and then I also have to add the in the back there's the marzipan um, replicas of the man mm-hmm. which you can eat. Mm-hmm. And I that, ate one. They're good. really good. And that's kind of like this strange ritual aspect of eating the white man that you know oh. like you know like eat mm-hmm. my body that kind of brings it back to more of this religious level um, mm. that we like to involve in the work as well. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so, Jen, you were saying that, um, so when you did the research for Heaven's Gate, which is um, the, well, uh, cult suicide that occurred in 1997, um, the, the beliefs, so this is what it says, folks. I'm just going to tell you what this is about. Their beliefs included a faith in ancient astronauts who that they thought ancient astronauts were going to come and save them, and then they all wound up killing each other, and they all lived in these uh, bunk beds, these sim bunk beds, and they all had the same shoes. And why were the so? Tell us about the research you did, and why were why they have the sh- and why they have the same shoes? What was that about again? Um, you know, that was just I I I could be wrong here, but I think that they just liked the uh, the matching outfit. You know, like mm-hmm. it was just like they had they were graphic designers, so I think that there was like this strange aesthetic. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and their whole aesthetics were were just so intriguing to me. And I actually came across. I mean, I, I knew about them, but I came across their website, and like that piece was actually the first piece we made. We made it a couple years ago, actually. I can't remember when, mm-hmm. but but I sent. I went to their website, and it said for for passes because there's still passes left to get on this, um, uh, to, you know, to ride this, uh, so, so the, the cult believed that they were, the Haley Bob comet was coming around oh, right. with a mothership. Uh, the yeah. mothership was following in the tail of the comet. And when the comet came close to earth, they were going to be beamed up to the mothership and then taking on, and, t- yeah, t- right. Into space. And they offered the, the gist like, of the cult. Yes. Yeah. And they offered boarding passes online. So I was like, and it said to email this, this email, so I emailed them, you know, I was like, this is strange. They're all dead. Why am I, who am I emailing? But then like within like five minutes, someone responded back to me. I, I wrote them asking if there are any boarding passes. And then this long, <laughs> this long Oops. conversation ensued because it turns out that they left, I'm using quotes here. This is what they said, that they left a couple of them behind to answer correspondence. And they're still doing that. Like if you, I would imagine if anyone went to, I don't think it's www. I don't know. Heaven's, Heaven's Yeah, I don't know specifically what it is. And so mm-hmm. they responded back and forth to me. We got this conversation um, about, um, you know, I did. So, they, so in other words, they're still an active cult and you were speaking with somebody who's still actively believing in that, that yes. that comet's coming around again. Yeah. There is at least one person. Yeah, at least one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who answers emails. Yeah. Mm. So there you have so it. Should you crazy. find the email yeah. address? So you really did t- over, you'd really un- turned over a few rocks there, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, I like there's, But Would anyway, you- it's interesting because there's a lot of research. You can tell there's a lot of research done because all these things are, are really thought out and described. And you can learn a lot about the horrors, the weird shit horrors of America if yes. you go there yes. to the site. To the, I mean, I think, you know, I think it's a really great show and do not miss it. So, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to remind people again that they're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. And then we're going to um, talk about your your process or all that other stuff. So, as I said, I'm reminding people that you're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. 
and uh, we are the best radio station in the world. And you should, uh, do you know, we have this after-school program for teens. Did you know that? It's really amazing because we are teaching teens how to make their own radio shows right here in the studio, and they get to make their own shows. So I encourage you to go online uh, to our teen program and look it up, and uh, that's it's another good thing to spend. It's RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash after school and get your teen involved, donate some money. So you're listening to Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit and I have Paul Outlaw and Jen Catron here and we are talking about them and this amazing show that they have up right now at Postmasters Gallery, which is at 54 Franklin Street. Okay, okay, you're caught up now? Right. So anyway, um... So you guys met at Cranbrook. You met in college, but you're both from small towns, right? Yes. And um, I have this written down. Well, Paul's from? Uh, Fairhope, Alabama, which is uh, on the Gulf Coast, uh, close to Mobile. All B- Alabama folks. Yeah, and Alabama. you're And Jen's from a small town in southern Illinois, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm from a township, Farrington Township. <laughs> but then... <laughs> Not not the, even a town. The closest town is Blueford, <laughs> which is barely a town. And then the next biggest town would be Mount Vernon. Okay. So <laughs> how many kids in your high school class? Well, in my grade school class, I had six classmates and it was a public school. Um, there was just nobody around. Um, it's just a tiny rural area. My high school had, I think, 50 classmates. I think that's correct. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you really, that's really, really small town. Yeah. And. And you basically grew up, was it like a farm or a... Farming area. Uh, my family, a lot of my family were farmers, uh, mm-hmm. but very rural. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the closest gas station was like 35, 40 minutes away. Uh, gas station? Yeah. Can you imagine living like that? It's, it was nuts. It was normal Run for out me. of gas a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Just to really you plan. plan ahead, yeah. You have to really plan things out. <laughs> and so, Paul, how many kids in your high school? Oh, uh, I, I think the high school was... 1500 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but still, like it's Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> not a lot of artists from, not a big artist town. Yeah, no, it's, it's and there, and there are, they, they encourage the, the creative stuff in Alabama. A lot of it is, uh, a lot of it is, uh, more, uh, uh, right wing. No. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> I mean, right wing artwork. That, that's, that's, a, that's a given, but, that, that, uh, paintings uh, of folk, Jesus. Folk, 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 folk art. Folk, folk art, art would be, uh, would be a lot so of So you guys met at Cranbrook, which, if you don't know, is a really, really well regarded, uh, art school in, uh, in, what am I Detroit. Just, Detroit. Uh, outside of Detroit, the, the yeah. suburbs of Detroit. Detroit, yeah. Michigan, but a very sophisticated, well-regarded one. So when you guys, how did you guys, you guys met at school? Yeah, we, yeah. we were both, uh, we both went to school the same years. We were there for two years. Cranbrook's just the, just the graduate program, so there's no. It's an MFA so it's program. Kind of did you small, recognize yeah. any of like that weird, like not from a typical urban area, art area in your cell, in each other right away? Uh, well, I definitely saw that in Jen immediately. <laughs> Because she's a fucking hick, man. <laughs> this is the first time she had been into a big city, I think. 
I told Jen. I keep telling. I've told Jenna several times by now that I've wanted to spend the whole hour talking about her pet raccoons, yes. but we can't do that. I did have pet raccoons per- growing up. It's personal to me. Kibbles and bits were there. We're going to have another. Is that right? We're going to have to do an hour on that later. Yeah. So you did you guys kind of like did you guys kind of like felt like you got got each other from where where are most of the kids from from in at Cranbrook. Most, they're from, I mean, a good urban areas. Yeah, yeah for the most part, definitely a lot, not, a lot of different. Not different like areas from people. us. I think we stood out a little bit in our from and from the areas that we're from, yeah. though, for well, sure. From Big uh, Hicks. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So how There's did you not, guys? Not a lot of southern people, and then Jen, Jen's practically from from the south. Well, you know, despite what my family says. <laughs> But <laughs> despite being a Yankee, <laughs> despite not having that access. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you guys meet? Like, how did you actually meet? Well, uh, we're, in the, we're in the sculpture department we the, together. I, we, so. met, we met the very first day. Yeah. I mean, I met him the first day I, I went to Cranbrook and um, yeah. And I think we got in a fight almost immediately, <laughs> which was strange because we actually don't fight that much as a couple. But at the beginning, I think there was this immediate like weird tension that we were like, I was, well, Paul probably was not, but I was immediately competing with Paul. I was oh, like, yeah. he's, he's the guy that I'm competing with. Really? What made yeah. you think that? Egos collide. Yeah. Well, he just, he was, he was like as loud as I was and like stood out and was very, he just has a presence about him. And mm-hmm. I, I'm, I immediately wanted to compete with him. I don't know why. Did you, did you say to yourself, like, this guy's really good. I want to, like, make better art? A l- yeah. A little bit? A little bit, yeah. And, 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 and I was- could tell immediately that Jen looked up to me. <laughs> oh, what an asshole. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know. Uh, I know. But yeah, we uh and, and we were we were friends at first. <laughs> well yeah. So did did you 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 were just a tr- were you were you thinking like I'd like to date that guy or just like I want to be better than that guy? Uh or a I, little both? A little bit of both. But at the uh-huh. time I had a, a, a boyfriend coming in, so we didn't date immediately. But from then, Southern Illinois. From Southern Illinois, yeah. Oh, that would never last. <laughs> Not with a guy like Paul around. I know, Paul ain't, Paul ain't letting anybody get in the way of that. And, and, so, Paul's, and Paul's reading graduate school like The Bachelor, so. Yeah. <laughs> and so, handing out roses. So what were, oh my gosh. What, were you dating a lot of chicks? The girls, wow, I don't the know girls, a lot. Oh, he fancies himself. Uh, like were that. the girls like going I was like, play, I want that guy. I was playing guy. the field. Was, was, what until, was it like, Jen? You tell me, because I'm well, not, Paul's word isn't going to be Yeah, I mean, he was, he was dating he was dating different girls until I decided that he wasn't going to date any girls and it was me. And then that was just it. I was like, okay, we're together. That's it. And <laughs> that, that is kind of how that's that actually happened. Exactly yes. what were, happened. You <laughs> date, were you, was Paul dating a lot of different girls and dating you or were you like, no, no, I'm no, dating no. him and you're not dating anybody yeah, yeah, else? Yeah. Because at Cranbrook, you can't, you know, it's everyone's a very small, small, place. A very small community. Like, I, so, I just put my foot down and that was, that was it. So that was really smart. You waited till Paul like tested the whole yeah. team out and then you were like, okay, now I'm, now you're ready for me, man. Yeah, Jim would actually see me talking to another girl on, on campus. And, and everyone would tell me. And then she would come over and sit between us. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. It's very persistent. <laughs> so it was competitiveness. <laughs> and what were you thinking, Paul? Were you thinking this girl's like, this girl's so great. No, this girl, this girl can handle me is probably what you were thinking. What that, were you thinking? Uh, yes, Besides she, the fact she's that she's a, gorgeous, she's, incredibly, she's the best looking one there. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, right. <laughs> so that was easy. Yes, you're that, like that that's was, the that was best looking part, but, one. But that's yeah. not. But that, I mean, that's not. No, that's, that's not all it takes for me. Like I need, <laughs> yeah, I need more substance. Deep. I need more depth. I need, <laughs> but yeah, Jen's, Jen's incredibly feisty, uh, super intelligent, 
uh, yes, as stubborn as I am, and uh, and and very a very strong, but very what, strong what, personality. What and these are the these are were the things you, that I'm like, oh well, this is. Were, this I is, mean, uh, were you like, oh my this god, this is something this, different. This is something weird. This is. Did she? So were you thinking like, I hope that chick likes me, or like from the begin from the beginning, or? Uh, well, I, I obviously want everyone to like me. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so you wanted all the girls to like you, <laughs> but but uh, but it was it was a uh, 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 obvious the uh, initial attraction, of course. But then it's uh but then it also is something that that Jen Jen really uh, shows me what she's made of over a little bit of time, and that's 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 the things that I'm really really attracted to most of is is, yeah. is this yeah. this <laughs> strong personality this- and 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 who's who's super competitive and. And right most of the time, and and not afraid yeah. to tell you so, and and, and able to able <laughs> and able because I, I I say what I want to say most of the time, and I and I tell people what I think, and to have someone like like stand up to that is is that's an attractive feature. I like yeah. I like to yeah. have, I well, like to I like to have something that bounces. That, she, yeah, she could deal with you, and me, she you could know? pick yeah. the other chicks to the curb. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so they you were, were like, yeah. did she? But she like once she said like that's it. You're like. No problem, right? You, like, you were like, okay, you were, we'll, you're we'll, with the program. We'll see how this goes. Yeah. And then we'll here, see and here, and here we are. are. And here we are. <laughs> how's it going? So how is it going? Yeah. Well, you, it's, good. it's going great. It's, it's pretty good. good. It's going good. Yeah. Okay, so we get better the, and better all the time. Together. Okay, so here's the thing about uh, Jen, Jen and Paul, folks, that I that uh, I will speak for myself, but I, I think a lot of people would concur, is that uh, they magically, like the work is really great. They have said multiple times in multiple places that there's really no uh, distinction about like they they couldn't tell you who does does what or who made what or whose idea was. They're really in sync as far as conceiving of the work and the execution of the work and all that. Like they don't know where it begins and ends. So I and they also seem to really genuinely like each other, which makes everybody, <laughs> people like me, like my husband and I bicker all the time. And it makes people like me insane because they create this amazing stuff together. And they seem to always be enjoying each other's company. <laughs> like it's horrible. I don't know. It's just not right. That's not fair. So anyway, I want to dig into that a little and uh we were sort of i was sort of positing the the idea about like what happens with they like what paul just said and i saw him say this in a video you just said she's always right like i i mean there doesn't seem to be a clash of egos where somebody has to have their way or somebody always thinks they're right so can you guys talk about that a little bit like does how does how does that work out like who what hap- What happens? Do you always you just so, go? Yeah, that's a great idea. Or how does it, how do you negotiate that? And I think what we often say to when people ask us how we work together is, is that this is an unusual thing we have going. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think most a lot of people would have a lot of trouble working mm-hmm. with someone so closely uh, that you're in a relationship with sure. and produces, especially artists. Yeah. Artists are notorious for having huge egos. And and but what we have what we have together works remarkably well. Part of it is because I think that we're both trying to impress each other so it's much so true and, yeah and and, and and what everything that we're doing is in order to impress the other one and we're competitiveness, and we're tough critics like a lot of things don't impress us too much so it's it's that kind of competition with each other is it's a it, but it's a loving competition but it does right. make both of us 
uh, better and, and not and we don't take you, you know, don't take it personally we don't take it personally and we also don't 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 try to slide one by the other one like we get we get called out for it like that's not that's not going to work that's a horrible idea that's stupid why did you come up with it well we never say stupid <laughs> you know but, like but that's, that's kind of the yeah the, 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 so we it's an encouraging relationship for each other to to improve each mm. other all the time mm. and, and mm. i think that's one thing that makes it work and we're really good about bouncing ideas off of each other and i think our general methodology is just to like keep on talking to each other about the ideas and then if an idea is really bad, it's also okay. You know, like we kind of filter through them naturally. Mm-hmm. So like if something doesn't stick, it's never like, I, I don't think either of us pushes an idea too much if the other person isn't really on board. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of it too. Like, well, how about aesthetics? Do you guys agree on aesthetics a lot? Like on what you like? I mean, that's part of it too, or? Yeah. I mean, I yeah. think we generally agree on aesthetics. Uh, and from from my point of view, like I like I have a set of aesthetics that I like, and I present it. And I think this is really good. And then Jen comes in and makes changes that I ninety nine point nine percent of the time think, oh, that that made it so much better. And it does it so does it, remove the preciousness of things, yeah. which I think can be really healthy, especially when we're like, for example, even painting. Um, Paul will paint something, or I'll paint something, and the other person will come and just paint right on top of it. That's so great. And it's just, it's okay. It's like, it's like suddenly you're revisiting the whole subject of what you just painted in, an, in a brilliant way, and you understand if you really are attached to that. If I really like it, I might paint it right back on top of what Paul just painted over. Oh, that's wonderful. But it's, it's this push and pull, and we never get really angry at each other. It's just part of the process. And you have to relinquish that. To, to the other person too, knowing that that maybe that wasn't perfect. Well, and maybe th- it does need to be changed, and maybe it does need to be better. I think that part of what makes what does uh, make your work really good is the fact that the two of you seem to create a, a sense of safety almost. Because most artists that work alone go out there and they're not sure if it's good mm-hmm. or bad, or they're the ones who are going to be embarrassed or whatever. But you guys have kind of a way of sort of protect. There's a protective feeling, right? Yeah. And I think that does and, raise our confidence. Yeah, uh, there's in, a, there's a other, natural like, filter too. Like yeah. we we do things, and when things aren't good enough, like one of us will recognize that, and then it's not put out there. So there's there's not that anxiety. There's less anxiety. There about, is. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. kind of a gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it is. Yeah, it I relieves mean, any doubt. Like you have doubt. Is is this piece good? And the, and then Jen's like, yeah, of course this piece is good. So then I'm like, yeah, of course this piece is good. And then you can go out into the world and they can explain that to anybody who will listen. You know, it seems to me a, a lot of the secret to it, to me personally, is my, from my experience out in the world, is that Paul is unusually secure. <laughs> because well, thank, thank you, Dr. Lisa. As, 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 a, as a male, traditionally, I mean, I had um, a really well-known now deceased curator uh annie heron say to me once and i'll never forget this is like over like 15 years ago 20 years ago say to me uh she thinks that uh as far as artist couples go it works better if the man is a little more successful than the woman so i'm just talking about stereotypes and what i've seen and stereotypes are true for a reason but um Maybe, Jen, you're a little more aggressive than most women about your ideas, which is great. But also, I think it is traditionally classic that the man would want to be the one with the idea or be right or somehow be in charge. And you seem to be comfortable with that, Paul? Or Yeah, traditionally, stereotypically speaking, I would say that, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. So uh, how- that, but that's a false ego that I don't need. That's not, a, that's not mm-hmm. something that I need to make me feel complete or whole. It's... 
Yeah, I'm very, I'm, 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 I'm proud of what I've done. I'm very confident in what I've done. So I'm, how did you get I, to be so confident as a guy? Do you yeah. think this is true, Jen, by the way? I think he's exceptionally confident, but also, like, I would say that I'm probably more confident in a lot of aspects of art making than Paul is. Uh, Paul, you know, we each have our own, our own, like, bursts of confidence. Like, I know I'm very smart when it comes to conceptualizing a piece. Mm-hmm. And Paul knows when to be, like, a to boldly put out this piece that maybe I'm not so comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And I think that, I think there's a certain amount of like this white male artist archetype that still, that still exists, but I'm trying to shift that a little bit here and, you know, squash that a little bit and, and turn the tables a little bit and say that it, you know, that I want to be the confident female artist in this relationship and really, um, I'm, I'm not very modest about things, Mm -hmm. but I think it's I think I think when you start looking at, at um the history of art and and who has predominant who's just predominated art really it's been white males right, so I course. think there's always that weird um that weird history that exists in in art making that exists in maybe in our relationship that we're always kind of navigating I'm always trying to shift the balance of powers mm-hmm. but Paul also is okay with that shifting a balance mm-hmm. of powers, you know, like he he's a hundred percent behind it. And well, Jen, I think maybe you're that way naturally, or maybe because of your upbringing. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe you're more confident than the, uh, you know, we're talking broad generalizations sure. here, but are you, did you get a lot of encouragement? Are you, did you know you were good at things or, yeah, or like you, maybe you're more confident than that, than I average. Think- possibly you know i hate making like broad generalizations about other people's confidence levels but i will say personally i feel very confident and i think a lot of that was because um i was kind of uh i i didn't have a lot of peers growing up Mm -hmm. it was so isolated that i just kind of developed myself um i just developed myself Mm -hmm. in so many ways and uh, that kind of gave me this weird sense of confidence. Oh, so you didn't have like people looking over your shoulder, go, yeah. like making fun of you a lot. Yeah. And... Did your brothers and sisters? I have a, I have an older brother who's mm-hmm. uh, lives in Chicago and you he's a scientist. Close? Yeah, yeah. Wow, he's, he's so smart yeah. family. Yeah, huh? he's very smart. <laughs> Paul's nodding. Yeah, yeah, fuck, yes. yeah. Fuck smart yeah. family. Yes, a smart family. <laughs> We're fucked. We're like Hicks from Elf. <laughs> So We're smart in our own way, but but I'm also wondering if uh, even though it's easy to see the fabulousness of Jen, that maybe there are a lot of guys out there that wouldn't have been able to handle. They wouldn't have been comfortable with that kind of confidence. I think, and I think a lot. Yes, I think. Did that's... you have problems with that with guys? I mean, did you date you? I didn't really care. You know? Yeah, I. I do you have I, problems with that? Yeah, but I, I'm to be to be frank, I never really focused on dating. <laughs> to be honest, like I never really like with well, guys. There was no one to date. <laughs> yeah, the there's raccoons. no one to date. Right. I mean, I had there, yeah. In my grade school, there was only one guy in my class, and then in <laughs> high school, there was like I don't know, two, not very many possibilities. I mean, half of them were my cousins. Well, you yeah, know, I was so like, say where you're from, can't you just marry your brother or I, something? Yeah, yeah. Well, they were. They're, and maybe in Alabama, Alabama but not in Alabama. Alabama. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but 
But yeah, there just weren't options. And so frankly, like guys weren't even something I really thought about. It wasn't a big part of my life. In some ways that freed me up to think about other things. Mm -hmm. There just weren't options and it wasn't a big part of my life and dating wasn't a thing. So have you not really, I mean, when I'm, oh, you were an undergrad. You were, how about undergrad? Did you date an undergrad? Did you have a boyfriend then? I had a boyfriend then. I didn't, I haven't had a whole lot of dating experience, really. Lucky you. Yeah, I mean, and I'm fine with that. I, I feel like that wasn't ever a stressful part of my my life and it's you know so in in when you were was the guy that were you dom were you dominating to the guy in um college that you dated your other relation your Uh, other boyfriend yeah but we were we were we were long distance and he just kind of let me he well i i he let me have freedom which is kind of what i need you know Mm -hmm. i need and he was great for that and he was a wonderful person Mm -hmm. uh but then his personality probably was very far from mine. Well, not probably. His personality was very, very opposite of mine. So mm-hmm. Paul kind of was more of my, more like me, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I still give Jen freedom. She, yeah. Oh, yeah. She needs us. it. She, she can't be cooped up, cooped up in a cage. Yes. <laughs> what, what do you mean? What do you mean, freedom? Like to, like just leave, do, do what you want. Not even just, not physical. Just, just, just to, you to just be don't tell yeah, her to what be to myself. do. More to, more to be yourself. Like, yeah. There's no, there's yeah. no expectations. Yeah, there's no. Like, yeah, the way that have, she needs right. to act, or yeah, or, he right. never is like disapproving of things yeah. that I like, do. He's very you can't like, wear that to that. It's cold out. Put on a no. winter coat. Yeah, things like yeah, yeah. That. yeah. None of that. Of course not. Yeah. But, but Jen's also like she's weird and she needs to be weird sometimes, mm-hmm. and that's totally cool. Like I love yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> I love really it when, cool. when she be as weird as she wants to be. Really? Can you give us <laughs> a weird <laughs> example? Oh, just 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 herself. Silly. Like you give just her some silly. candy and she she kind of goes out of control. <laughs> <laughs> but so, but yeah, nothing nothing major. But just like this freedom just to, to be yourself things, and to be weird. Things. And You're and not and monitoring the, right, her. Yeah. That's it, great. Do you realize we only have seven fucking oh, minutes? Man, oh really? This was going to be so fast. Okay. Okay. So I, I want to um just just there's got to be just, you know, there's got to just because it can't all be, uh, you know, beauty, beautiful. So there's got to be some <laughs> things where you guys get on each other's nerves or stress where what kind of things, what kind of things have you do you guys work on in your relationship or is there anything they're looking blank when I say <laughs> It is perfect. I, I, I gotta say, I gotta say, we, I hate, I hate we have, we have like a this. really good relationship. It's really yeah. like, like there's obviously little little tiffs, tits and tats and, and, mm-hmm. and yeah, when we get stressed out, like we can be short with each other at times. But, mm-hmm. but, but you don't really have any big. But it's conflict. like wash the dishes, you know, not not like a nothing crazy or serious. Do you, or, do you think that maybe part of the reason? I mean, it seems to me I should say is part of the reason maybe you have um, a good. Re- you know, good relationship. I mean, it, it happens to be like a great match as far as art making, but I also think individually you both seem really secure in each, in yourselves. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't, you seem like you both have particularly strong personalities. We, we, I that, think yeah. we both have very, very strong personalities and it's, and that's another reason that's kind of remarkable that this works at all. Uh, it's really just a, 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 because we're extremely strong personalities and we both, we both have to be ourselves and we can't, neither one of us would bend to someone else's will well, to be something else or something But you're the different. same that way and you understand that about each other. And we allow that for each other. And, it's kind of like the opposite of codependent folks, whatever that is. That's you guys. Yeah. yeah maybe, maybe oh, so. shit. Yeah, maybe. Oh, shit. Like I'm trying to poke <laughs> holes in this and I can't find any. <laughs> yeah. I. I we also have total well, trust in each other and total total faith in the other one. Like when just the small story about like being that social situations like 
Like we'll 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 separate in the room and go work the crowd. Yeah. Work yeah. the crowd on our own and then meet back. Yeah, you guys are great, great socially. <laughs> I mean, you really and it works like, and, yeah. And we do that art making too. Like, we'll, I don't know, we'll spend entire nights, but we're just each, we're separated and doing separate things, but we each know that what the other person is doing is important and it works. Mm-hmm. Is there anything, so is art, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, and your art is certainly interesting and varied enough, but is art really it like do you guys do anything else or you are you always working what's it like what's it like at your household oh yeah we're 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 making art or socializing uh which is also work yeah (laughs) yeah i do do feel like we work all all the time yeah like we'll we'll take a vacation we do take vacations we do travel and we travel we we go like we do adventurous traveling it's Mm -hmm. not like laying on a beach Mm -hmm. because look at my skin tone it's more of like (laughs) like we like we really travel yeah and like where where, like I don't know we went to this we did an african safari and went camping wow. out in the middle of serengeti and they're oh, like wow they're like lions and and water buffalo actually wow. just walking beside your tent wow um, we do motorcycle trips i drive a motorcycle too we do trips like wow. that um across wow. like different areas yeah okay so anyway any reality show producers listening to this? <laughs> this is your. We've probably team. already told you. We've probably already spoken to them. <laughs> have you? Have well, people? After, after we were on Chopped, we had so many people. Oh, I didn't know you were on Chopped. Oh, yeah, 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 we yeah, were on yeah. Chopped. Oh, because how of the did food I truck. Know that? It was yeah. the pinnacle of our performance. I'm gonna have to look food that up. So what yeah. happened after that? I can well, imagine. we just had producers come at us like and like what, crazy. And what happened? Uh, we <laughs> they typically want to do the same show over and over. Yeah. Again. And what is that? Some competition where and we have like, like you guys are sculptors, right? We're like, yeah. Well, well, how about a collector really wants a piece by Friday, but you have to get it done, but you're running out of money, and, and then you guys you're like at each fight. other's throats, and yeah. then you fight, but then you make uh, up at the end, and then. I'm like, well, that sounds like every other reality TV You know, show. that's that's really great because that gets us back to where we started, which is the big I word, integrity. <laughs> so you would turn down that. And I think yeah. there's yeah. a lot of... We have. Uh, you have many times. We definitely times. have. Yeah. Yeah. Was there money attached and stuff like that? Oh, there's like never that? really money I don't, attached. I don't think, no, I guess I don't think they pay reality yeah. TV. Yeah. But it would, it would give you a lot of visibility, yes. but not... But you guys but are really, the, but you don't want the that. We don't you want, want that yeah. kind. Yeah. yeah. So there you go, folks. That's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I've learned so much today. I learned how do I can improve. I'm going to work on my relation. You know, I actually have couples therapy with Phil after this. Sorry, Phil. I don't know if I'm supposed to say this. <laughs> and now I know, I can see, I can see like what we can work on. I'm getting it. So I've actually really learned a lot today because uh, you guys, I think they're really good. At, I think you guys are a rare, like uh, just, and you appreciate how lucky you are, right? Yes, it's, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 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 So uh, that's, I'm glad to hear. I'm glad to actually confirm that. Yeah. It's like really <laughs> sick how great their relationship is. <laughs> sorry, we're is. sorry. I got sorry to, to disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. And you know what's great? Being around these guys is really infectious. And you do, like, make such a huge effort in all your work to bring people into it and, and share the share the joy. As cheesy as that sounds, yeah. they share the joy. Well, that's so, important to us. We uh, but I just want to make sure that I remind you about where their show is. And uh, you got to go see it. It's at Postmaster's Gallery, which is at 54 Franklin Street, in Tribeca, the show is up until where is the up February twenty third. February twenty third, and uh, 
it's it's I really really encourage you to go because it's just fantastic. So thanks a lot. And where what's the website? Postmasters and Jen, what's your website? Our, our personal website is.